Hi, I'm Catherine McKenzie-Smith, life and business coach helping introverts find their own way to shine. Welcome to the League of Extraordinary Introverts podcast, where I have deep and meaningful conversations with other introverts who are stepping into their own life and proving that being introverted can't stop you from achieving incredible things. Hi, and welcome to the League of Extraordinary Introverts. I'm Catherine McKenzie-Smith, and this episode is my three easy steps to finding and connecting with your people. I have found that finding and connecting with your people, the right people, the ones who resonate with you, with your message, and the ones that are the most perfect, wonderful people to work with, is one of the fundamentals for finding success in business. It goes without saying that without customers or clients, it's actually difficult to call it a business. And I genuinely think that the more we ease in and lean into being who we are, embracing the quirkiness and the funny little unique parts of our personality, of our character, our values, our experiences, the more we're able to connect with people who are not just going to resonate deeply with us, but who are going to have the most wonderful transformations and experiences in their time working with us because they're working with someone who they just feel that that deeper connection with. And for more introverted types who like and require lots of alone time and may find networking challenging or just plain boring if you're anything like me, it can feel like just another thing we're required to do that can sometimes feel like it goes against our quiet nature, especially if you believe and buy into a lot of what the internet tells us being an introvert or highly sensitive person is. But if you've been feeling like this as well, and if finding and connecting with your dream people is something that has felt like maybe a challenge or something that you want to do better, I hope this episode will help you and give you some food for thought. So I want to start before we even get into this by just taking a moment to acknowledge and feel gratitude for technology, for the internet, for all of the things that have allowed us in this day and age to create a business where we get to work from home, where we don't have to be out and about meeting with people, where we literally can sit in our pajamas on our phones and be connecting with people who resonate with our work without having to even get on the phone and actually talk to anyone. In fact, in the Visibility Vault, I came up with over 60 ways to share your work without social media ideas, thoughts, workflows. And as I was sitting putting it together, I was literally thinking to myself, oh my gosh, if we didn't have social media, it would be so much harder to get our work out into the world, to connect with our people and to share our thoughts, our message, our stories, our work, our experiences. So I just want to take this moment to be really grateful for what we actually have. And I think that because it's so prevalent, because it can feel so tiring and overwhelming and like a lot, you know, an influx of information every time we open those apps up, it can actually be something that we take for granted and maybe just don't appreciate as much for what it actually brings to us and what opportunities and accessibility comes our way as a result. 
Not only that, it made me realize how lucky we are to have free platforms and communities online, especially in post-COVID times, to show up, like I said, in our pajamas or our tracksuit pants if we want, and not have to be out in the world face-to-face with people if we don't want to be. For example, going to networking events or having to raise money to put ads in newspapers when we can really get our work out there in ways that are so much more affordable and realistic. So without further ado, let's look at my three easy steps to finding and connecting with your people. These might be things you're already doing, or hopefully there'll be some ideas that you can bring into your day-to-day in your business to and in your life even to connect with more people that are like-minded people that you know your energies are aligned that your message resonates with so number one is know yourself and your intentions so often whether it's showing up online or in real life we can sometimes forget to actually go into something with an intention that is aligned with who we are and what we're actually doing it for it's important to remember that we can set intentions but we don't really get a say in the outcome We just need to set the intention and surrender and see how it plays out. And I know that this can be tough if you are someone who feels and finds safety in kind of feeling like you have some control in the situation and being someone who has is a recovering um, being in control of situations person. I have found that it can be really helpful to create some safety in the intention and the energy we put into why am I on this platform today? Why am I posting this here? Who am I hoping it will connect with? What is the energy I would like to bring into my online presence today? Anything like that, that it actually can set our nervous system to feel safe within the intention and allow a little bit more flexibility, let's say, in how we then let go a little bit once it's out into the world actually surrendering and letting go that we have genuinely no control over how other people will read or interpret our words our thoughts our stories that we share but it is our responsibility in our business as humans living in the world to actually show up in some way and you know contribute in a way that our work wants us to So if you're not someone who ever has any intention of starting your own business or being out in the world, especially in the online space in that way, that is absolutely fine. But if you have started a business or been thinking about starting a business and are really trying to connect with more people to share your work with them, having some sort of way of setting an intention and then going out into the world and sharing that from that place is super important. And I think we forget that. I think we kind of just you know, hope that one Instagram post on social media is going to sell out our program or our event or whatever it might be. And, you know, really setting an intention for why do I want to, why am I doing this? Why am I here? And who am I hoping to connect with? How do I want them to feel? How do I want to feel sharing that is a really, really great ways to start setting those intentions, setting the container, the energy that you want to put out into the world and allowing that to exist without any expectations of what the outcomes will be. Because I can guarantee you from personal experience, when we try to do this, we actually put a limitation on what is possible for us. 
And then on the same thing, when we know who we are, how we function best, what our strengths are, what feels joyful and easy and in flow for us, it actually helps us to not just set intentions, but it also makes it so much more realistic that we're actually going to stick to it. It makes it more sustainable. It makes it more easy to get up and do every day. And I'm a big fan of always challenging myself if I can, but only in stretches that I feel deeply aligned with. So when I set a challenge for myself, it's something, it needs to be something that I know I can sustainably keep doing until it doesn't feel right anymore. And then I just know that I will stop and that will just be the way that it is. So for example, that has meant doing a weekly live in my Facebook group where I know that that one thing a week that I have to show up for, I'm going to do it every week because I said that I was going to, because I've made it an anchor point in my week and because it's kind of something that I'm widely sharing and and putting out and setting that intention that at that time, every single week I show up I do 30 minutes live on a subject in my Facebook group, and that is available and accessible to anyone who would like to enter into that container. The difference is that I know that if I try to do a 30 day challenge or if I tried to do a live stream every day for a year, I would absolutely not do that. I just know straight up right now that I would get four days in and I would be so over it. I would be out of energy. I would be bored and I would I would just not do it, even if I'd said I was going to. In fact, I've done that before. And I know I knew when I was doing it like, oh, this could be a push, but most likely I'm not going to end up continuing or finishing it. So knowing who you are, knowing the connection that you're looking for. And finding ways to put yourself out there that feel easy and joyful for you instead of trying to be someone that you're not trying, you know, wishing that you had maybe skills or things that you were comfortable doing that mean that you have to be different to who you are. It actually takes so much pressure off and it means that you don't have to change, you know, in all of who you are in order to make that work, make that happen. And what I mean by that is that that doesn't mean that you can't get better at being on live videos, that you can't get better at doing podcast interviews. You know, you can absolutely do all of those things if the joy and the love of showing up and doing that exists. If that is present, you can, you know, no amount of skill or talent can beat the love and the joy that comes and you will just with time and practice and showing up over and over again, get better. Like show me anyone who has consistently done something for a long period of time that didn't start off terrible and get so much better as time passed. And I, you know, I'll, I will be surprised, but I can guarantee that that's what happened. So if it's something that you love to do and it brings you so much joy and energy, then please stick with it. If it is something that you are forcing yourself to do and it feels hard and it feels not fun and it feels like an obligation, I invite you to keep trying until you find something that you just love. And so, you know, when you are willing to do that, when you're willing to show up, you have so much more of a chance to meet the people who resonate with you because you're just in your full joy, the fullness of who you are. When you unapologetically show up as yourself, whether you you know, have a funny laugh or you're, you have kind of quirky, nerdy things, or you're kind of an awkward person, your people, the people who resonate with you will 
you know, really see that and love that about you. They will not, you know, if they look at you and go, oh, that's, you know, weird or a bit, oh, I'm not sure. Like they know your people. And so actually accepting that and surrendering to that is so valuable because it just really lets you let go of all your fear around like, oh, well, what if people don't like it? It's like genuinely there's probably going to be people out there who just aren't into it. And so if we can put our energy towards the people who love us for who we are, they're the people, they're your people. And that's who you want to be in front of. Um, Point two is commit to engaging with someone new each day or each week. You know, again, like I said last week, this is about actually finding, you know, what works for you, what you have the time and capacity for. And this year, I personally have focused more on making micro investments in one-on-one connections instead of trying to broadcast everything publicly via social media. It wasn't actually even an intention that I set, so I'm going against my own advice here, but it could easily be something that you challenge yourself or invite yourself to do by just connecting with one new person each week or each day or each month, depending on what feels good for you. And this can be as simple as sharing the work of people who you love and want to build a connection with. You know, they notice, everyone notices when you know, when their work is shared, people always appreciate, you know, amazing comments. It might be responding to people's Insta stories by just sending them a quick message when you see something that resonates and building some rapport with them via DMs. And it might even be picking one or two groups, maybe Facebook groups or whatever that might be, um, or even starting your own and showing up and engaging, asking questions, getting into conversations, answering questions, responding to other people's questions and and comments and actually going into those groups with the intention of building connections. Not selling, not fishing for clients and actually just going I'm just going to connect with one new person this week and you just never know what that will lead to. You'll find as well that the energies will be just so much more genuine. And when you don't have that energy of, oh, I hope this person will end up working with me or, oh, I need to get a new client. So I'm going to go and do activity in other people's Facebook groups. People feel that energy. And so if you go in with the energy that you just are looking to connect with like-minded people, they will feel that too. And you never know that if you're showing up in that way, that maybe someone does decide to check out your work or maybe they do refer someone your way or they do start following you because they appreciate the connection as well. But when we focus on the connection first, we don't know what it could lead to. And that is always the thing that is going to end, you know, in a win-win kind of mutually positive experience versus going in to any kind of connection with an expectation of what might come out of it or a desperation that you need a new client. And there's really just no telling what that commitment, that micro commitment to connecting with a person, what the outcome of that is. And so we just go into it with that intention that we're going to connect with someone new and just let go of expectations of the outcome. No matter how introverted you are, we all need some degree of human interaction. And so finding and connecting with your people is all about what feels good to you. 
The joy of online is that you can take your time. You can think about what you want to say. You can set boundaries around how much time you spend online, when you check in, how quickly you respond to people's messages or comments. And the thing that I love about online is that everybody knows that. And there's no expectation that you'll get back to people within a set amount of time. I've made some wonderful connections this year just by doing these things. And it's really helped me to engage with like-minded people in a way that feels energizing and nourishing to me in a one-on-one deep and meaningful way on platforms like Instagram and Facebook. Actually, even someone on Twitter. So it is possible. And then my third easy step for finding and connecting with your people is creating and sharing content. And I feel like I'm starting to become a bit of a broken record on this front, but I genuinely believe that one of the easiest ways to start getting your work out into the world, finding the people who connect with it and resonate with what you've got to say, and just generally start to cut through the noise of just all of the information that is out there is by creating and sharing your own content. Lots of people say to me that they find social media and the online world really overwhelming. And that is because there is a content overload and it might seem counterintuitive to fight fire with fire or fight content with content. But what you you might notice as well, and I've definitely been in this place before, I thought, do I really just want to add to the noise? And the thing is, is that the way that you will say something and share something The way that you will bring your experiences and your stories and your set of skills, your unique set of skills, the tapestry of who you are and share your message in your unique way. There are people that need to hear it in exactly the way that you say it, that even if you're talking about something that a million other people talk about, the exact way that you say it and the exact energy that you bring to the table and your skills and all of those things that make you who you are might just be exactly the way that somebody really needed to hear it for it to click. And so what we need to do is kind of ignore, shut out some of that noise and focus on creating and sharing versus consuming and getting caught up in that information overload. We need to let go of this thought that we are just adding to the noise because at the end of the day, what will cut through is what somebody really needs to hear. And it could just be, and there's a very good chance that it's you and what you have to say that they need to hear. The other thing is, is if you're not out there, if you're not creating and sharing content anywhere, how can people find you? Now, I know that there are millions of different ways that you can do this. You could be the top ranking SEO on Google and, you know, for your exact keyword, you could have an incredible word of mouth business. You could have you know, collaborations and other ways that people find you. Absolutely. And in fact, I recommend if you can trying to do a little bit of everything, but the thing that is the easiest is showing up, creating and sharing content. And I know that in the midst of all the reasons that you started a business, perhaps writing a blog or starting a podcast or recording and sharing videos was not something that you had in mind. But let's go back and take another moment to be grateful for the internet. Because if you were starting a business even 10 years ago, 
actually finding and connecting with people would be so much harder than it is today. Like you'd have to leave your house for a start. You might have to pay to take an ad out in a newspaper or print. You might have to like design and distribute flyers. You might have to actually go into other businesses and ask if you can leave your flyers and business cards. There are so many different things that you could do. Absolutely. But they involve a lot more work than showing up and sharing your content online. I can tell you this. We can absolutely do all of those things. But we can also jump on our phones and share a tweet. We can take a photo and put it on Instagram. We can jump quickly on a video and just talk a little bit about what we've been doing or what we're doing this week in our journey to becoming this amazing graphic designer or life coach or whatever it might be. There are a million things that you can do to get yourself in a good position to show up and share your work and doing that in a planned out and considered way, you know, with how you create content and how you distribute it is one of the easiest ways to do this. It might be, you know, it might seem a little overwhelming at the start. It might feel like you have all of this stuff that you need to do to get your business up and running. And the thought of creating a weekly podcast episode or a weekly blog post might just be one extra thing that you don't have the capacity for right now. So you might find that having a plan is something that you really need to have. You might find that you need to to hire someone to help you get some of your content out so that you just do one part of it and then you pass it over to an admin assistant or a virtual assistant and they go and schedule it in across platforms and share it in different ways so that you actually don't have to put your energy into that. You've already created your content and put your energy into that part of it and then just hand it over and have a plan for where it needs to be distributed and that can make it so much easier. The other thing is that there are so many ways that you can actually get comfortable showing up and sharing in a way that feels really good for you. Not, I don't want to say to trick yourself to feel more comfortable, but it kind of is a little bit. It's kind of finding little sort of shortcuts. I don't like to think of shortcuts or hacks, but kind of finding ways to get around your overthinking brain. That's the way that I've found helps. So for example, some ways that really help me to not let myself get in my own way is that I schedule in my Instagram post to auto publish because that extra step of having to hit post some weeks, some days will stop me from doing it. My brain will just go, nope, we're not posting that today. And so I take that option out. That's not even an option for me. The, uh, the same with my weekly live show in my Facebook group. I have taken out the option for that to even be a will I do it this week or not by committing to the entire group that I will be there 10 a.m. Tuesdays every single week. And so how can we trick ourselves into that? Um, things like podcasts are really great because we can, especially if you interview someone else, you get to have an amazing, deeper, meaningful conversation with someone, record it and let it just be what it is. 
and do it off camera, do it from home again in your pajamas if you like, and not have to worry about how you look and all of those things. And actually just ask someone questions and hold that space for them to shine. And that is one of the greatest ways to create content because you get to be the person that holds it together, but the spotlight isn't all on you. So if you've been thinking about it, if you're a little introverted soul and you've been thinking maybe you want to create a podcast, this is me saying, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. (laughs) If video and audio feels too scary, especially if you're just starting out, maybe writing is more comfortable, whether you start your own blog on your website or you just start with micro blogging on Instagram, maybe Facebook or LinkedIn. But sharing what you have to say, getting clear on your message and what you do and connecting with and finding those dream clients comes from you showing up regularly and sharing your stories, your ideas, your thoughts or information relating to your work so that people can find you and get to know you a bit before they take the next step with you. They're not going to feel comfortable necessarily taking that step signing up to work with you, however it might be, if they haven't got a certain level of rapport to get to get started with feeling like they know you, they can trust you, and that you're the person who's going to help them get to where they want to be. So keep that in mind and then find the things that you love to talk about that you feel the most comfortable creating. Play with it curiously explore it. Remember that these are skills that like anything will take time to learn, get good at, and even decide whether they're for you or not. But all you have to do is start at the beginning, knowing that, like I said, you are going to, if you keep with it, if you keep going, you're going to get better as you go. And it's just at this point about finding what you love, finding what you love. I completely understand that finding and connecting with your people can not only feel super daunting, but for us more introverted types, the idea of it can also feel exhausting. So let's not invalidate those feelings because they are real, especially if we've been living in and having to play by the rules of a more extroverted world. And so this is so much about actually finding what brings you joy, finding what your energy has the capacity for, which if you're working full time, you know, all of those things, you may not, you know, if you've got a family and all of that, you might not have the time and energy to create a super amount of content, but committing to just showing up once a month, committing to putting a little bit of time each week into finding and engaging and and sharing a little bit of content, a little bit of stories and ideas in different ways is going to make a massive difference for finding people, getting in front of people, you know, and and connecting with them as well. And the reality is that, for, especially if you have a service-based business or you're trying to create a service-based business, our entire business model is built on the foundations of human interaction, human connection. From the start to the end of a client journey, connection is the bedrock of most of the work that we do. What we need to do is find ways to develop and engage those connections in a way that works for us, feels joyful, and also includes plenty of systems, automation, and downtime to re-energize so that we can focus on what is really important, what really matters to us, which is those one-on-one connections, those deep and meaningful conversations. And if you're keen to find some new like-minded friends, You should definitely come and join us in the League of Extraordinary Introverts free community. 
Maybe your new business bestie, client or dream collaborator is in there waiting to connect with you. You can come join us on Facebook. Just search the League of Extraordinary Introverts or head to katherinemckenziesmith.com to grab the show notes for this episode and also find the link to join there. I hope that you found this episode helpful. I hope it's given you some food for thought about why creating content, why you know, showing up online and using these platforms that are available to us right now to find and connect with your people is actually going to help you. Please let me know. Please come into the group. Let me know how you go if you take any of these steps or suggestions on board. And if you have any questions, come on into the group and we look forward to meeting you. Thank you so much for listening to the League of Extraordinary Introverts podcast. Head to katherinemckenziesmith.com to check out the show notes, join the League of Extraordinary Introverts Facebook community, and join us Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time for Coffee with Catherine.